Are you looking to switch up your normal run workouts? Maybe try a little hit treadmill exercises? Well, I have the gal for you. Let's talk unique workouts, nutrition, and safety measures we should all take while running, featuring Tread Chic. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Runwave Podcast. I am your host, Kim, and I am joined today by mom, speech pathologist, run coach, and she's a run coach who specializes <laughs> in hit treadmill workouts. Please welcome Lugina, aka Tread Chic, to the show. Woohoo! Hello, everyone. <laughs> and hey. hello to you, Kim. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a good day. The weather's I'm doing is great, so I can't complain at all. It's a great day. And I see you have your cute tread. I do <laughs> merch on. That's cute. Dude, I just you know I just have a, a few like to just put them on, especially so people can see the spelling and all of that. So mm-hmm. so it's like, and then the treadmill. That's my thing. The treadmill. I see. And you know, okay. I use chic all the time, and I kept saying tread chick in my head, but I'm like, I watch video videos. I'm like, oh, it's tread chic. It's, it's chic. not tread chick. <laughs> Right, and she has so a K funny. on the end. Right, exactly. Right, and so that's so funny. That it's funny that you say that because uh, I was talking with someone that said, "Oh, this is tread, this is tread chick," and I said, mm-hmm. "No, it's tread chic." Because I am um, with French. When you think of tread chic, mm-hmm. it's chic. Like, so it was a play on words. So tread chic, tread chic, ah. very chic. So it was a play on those on those um, words. Well, I love the name. It's fabulous. Well, thank you, darling. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? So uh, my family is from from Haiti. Um, And I am first generation born in um, Jamaica, Queens, New York. Oh, Um, you're from New York. I'm from New York. So you didn't know that. I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm from from Jamaica, Queens, off of Merrick Boulevard in, um, um, in, in New York, in New York City. Yep, I'm from there. I had no idea. But I'm not there now, so I'll get to that. Do you, do you want me to go into that? <laughs> yeah, tell us where you currently reside. So, so I am, um, when I was in college, my my best friend, I married my best friend, who I did not know when he was in ROTC, when he when I went to that ceremony, the commissioning, I, did, I was like, oh, you're really in the military. So I am, we got married, and I am a military spouse. So we are mm-hmm. now stationed in uh, at Scott Air Force Base in Illinois. And oh. so we've moved around a lot, and that's where we, we are right now is in um, in Illinois, so around the Belleville area. So 25 minutes outside of St. Louis, Missouri. So I'm right by Mm -hmm. the arch. Okay, Um, and how far are you from Chicago? Four hours. Oh, so away from Chicago. Away from Chicago. So normally when people think in Illinois, I'm like, nope, I'm on the Missouri border. (laughs) So I'm right on the side of St. Louis, right on the Mm -hmm. Missouri, Illinois border. And I am, I'm on, um, I live four hours from Chicago. So you're closer to to Nellyville where the same lunatics are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling y'all my age now, but... (laughs) I'm sure probably we're around the same age, so... (laughs) Yes, I've never been to St. Louis. I always wanted to visit, but that's dope. So have you guys been, like, international or you've been, like, all over the States? So it's been the States, and so he has been international, but I have... um, We've been states. We've always been stationed stateside. But when he mm-hmm. goes on his deployments, you know, for three to six months at a time, it's usually interna- international. Um, but we haven't had a chance to to go over overseas to live there for a while. Wow. So you're a mom. How many children do you have? 
I have three, two um, girls and a, and a boy. So um, five, eight, and 11. Oh, who's the 11 year old? The girls with the my, boy? My girl, my daughter, who's just a, such a sweetheart. She's headed into middle school. I can't, oh, I can't even I believe know. it. The time goes by so fast. Listen, right, I have so a 14 year old and I just, he's taller really? than me. Yeah, I do. I thought you had one, so you have two sons. Mm-hmm. I have oh, the little what? one who's six, and then I have okay. the 14 year old who's oh, like I... taller than me and sounds oh, like a man. God. But yeah, they, they grow so fast. <laughs> so it is, fast, it's man. crazy. It is, it certainly is, it is. So is she in the sassy time or is she still like a cute little girl? She's still a very um, sweet um, young That's lady. Good. Sometimes, sometimes when you ask her a question and she's sort of thrown off guard, you may hear a little bit of sassy. But that's definitely not the, the majority. She's a, 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 such a sweetheart, a great model, um, role model um, for that's her good. sibling. Enjoy them while they're still, you know, still young and just impressionable. Yes. Like those are the good years because once they get like 14, just forget about it. Oh gosh, don't, don't take me there yet. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy this time, right? <laughs> so what do you do for a living? So, and, and you had mentioned, I am um, a speech language pathologist, mm-hmm. and, but in school, that's not what I studied. I, was, I went to Rutgers in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, New Brunswick campus, and I studied electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. And so I worked for about five years and then I, I, I just didn't feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, there was something else that was calling me. And so I uh, actually went back, um, to, I applied um, in Syracuse and I said, you know, they only accepted about 20 applicants that year and I said if I make it into this program because at the time I had worked I was older I was like late 20s at the time 28 29 when mm-hmm. I applied and all the younger girls were like you know coming straight out of college um because I had already worked I had a career and so I said if I get accepted to get my GRE done get accepted it was meant to be and it mm-hmm. was meant to be I got accepted yeah. into the program all those applicants and I was chosen so I am now a speech language pathologist um, I was actually starting a new position. Um, my new position started on March 16th, but I, that was the day that schools closed. So I resigned mm-hmm. so I could be home with the kids. Um, wow. So, cause my position was going to be on online services mm-hmm. for kids. So kids that didn't have speech services at their school, they couldn't, mm-hmm. they had no access to. So um, I would provide services online. And so there was no way that I would be able to have be on Zoom all day with the kids and then be teaching my kids. And yes. so when yes. everything goes back to normal, I will be practicing again. But right now, um, I'm just a tread chic. I'm a tread chic and I run coach. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we kind of have that in common because, well, a little bit in common because my mm-hmm. son, all through you know his younger years, he had speech and language in school. Really? So really? yeah, I know it takes a lot of patience to be a speech pathologist. So I, I take my hat off Thank to you, you. with that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you have success with his services. Oh, yeah. You know, he started services that we had like early intervention. So very Mm -hmm. early and he carried it on through up until seventh grade, I believe. And, you know, yeah, he's 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 good. He he had many years of service. It was successful. So, yeah, it takes a lot of time and patience and doing speech pathology is not easy. So, yeah, kudos to you for that. And and kudos off to you because it takes a village to do it. Like when you have parents that are involved, that's when everything comes together. You're it's a team. It's a team effort. Mm-hmm. So it thank you sure for what is. you did. I'm sure you were hard working with that speech therapist. So oh, so hard, but <laughs> it, was, it all it all paid off in the end. Right. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. So how long have you been running? 
So, Kim, let me tell you, when I started running, when I was in high school, I you could I was very overweight, right? And I couldn't stand going to gym because my um the gym these gym teachers would try to make me run a mile. I'm like, I, I don't I can't I can't run a mile. And so anyhow, I didn't run, I did not like running. And mm-hmm. my freshman year going into college, after my freshman year, um, before an internship, I was home with my I was I went back home to Queens. And I had gained so much weight. It was like 20, 25 pounds. That food, it was just so, there was so much food. I just, it was, I don't know what was going on mm-hmm. that year. Those so, college meal plans, they get you I'm every time. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. I, um, so that, that summer when I got home, my dad, I guess, you know, he didn't want to say, whoa, you know. So mm-hmm. he said, hey, um, hey, do you want to, he used to walk every, he still walks every single day. So mm-hmm. he said, would you like to go to the park with me? And I'm like, why? Why would I, why would I want to go to the park? Mm-hmm. But I, since I, he said, let's just go walk. And, um, you know, I love having conversations with my dad. So I said, yeah, okay, let's go, let's go walk at the park. So that was actually at Roy Wilkins. Are you familiar with Roy Wilkins? Yes. Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was at that, we went to that track. We walked over there because it was very mm-hmm. close. And I, um, walked on, we walked on the track. And at the end of the week, I said, there's so many people running. This was again, the summer of 1998. This was after mm-hmm. my freshman year. And so I said, um, there's so many people running on the track. I'd like to, I'm going to try to do that. And so Kim, I did one lap and I never stopped. It was so, to almost 20 years ago, over wow. 20 years ago. And um, it, I thank him all the time because if it wasn't for him, I mean, I'd have gotten into it. And I absolutely, which started off as something that I did to lose weight, um, where I, that, well, you know, I was sort of coaxed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it led to, I love the way I felt, but it led to just a passion for it. And then motivating, inspiring others to do it has just been such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran for a while and I didn't know about any races until 2010. <laughs> I had met, because we had, we had moved, we had moved, we were living in Maryland. And um, a friend of mine said, um, what, are, what are you running for? And I said, oh, I just, I just like to run. <laughs> and she said, well, have you ever thought of running a race? And I had, I had never heard of races. So after running, for all those years, over 10 years, I never knew about 5Ks, 10Ks. I was just running. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know my first race was the Baltimore um, Running Festival oh. in, um, in Baltimore, Maryland. And it was mm-hmm. the most amazing thing I've ever done. So I, did, I went straight from not, just running to a half marathon. So it mm-hmm. was such a great experience. And so, um, yeah, so that's when I started running. I guess I went further. I, mm-hmm. I started running in, in 1988. You know, a lot of people don't know about racing. I didn't know either when I started. You know, we know about the Olympics because we see it every four years on television, but we don't right. know that regular old people like us right. actually lace right. and pay right. Right. <laughs> to, run. to run races, which is crazy. Like, my right. friends think I'm crazy because I'm paying to run these races, right. but you know, it's but fun. It, it's, 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 it is fun. And it was mm-hmm. the number one question from people that don't run when you do a race. They ask mm-hmm. you, well, did you win? And I, exactly, and exactly. That's, what, that's not what I'm doing. Or, mean, or how was your marathon? How was your marathon, right? <laughs> always, how was your marathon? Exactly, so it's always so funny, but it's been such a blessing, and I've done a, 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 a several since then, but it, it has been such a, such a great journey. That's awesome. So let's get in today's topic into today's topic. Let's talk unique workout plans, nutrition, and safety measures that we should take while we're out running. So we're gonna talk about a variety of things. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. (laughs) So what made you create Tread Chic? 
What so, made you, because most people don't really like to work out on the treadmill. I know I don't, it's, I like have to like force myself to do it. <laughs> and you know, I call it the dreadmill. You make it look good and you make it Thank look fun. You. So what made you want to start this program? So, you know, Kim, when I was um, running on days when I couldn't, because we've been stationed all over. So there are times when I had to be on the treadmill at gyms. And mm -hmm. so um, when we were stationed upstate New York, I would be at the Y over there on the treadmill and I'd have my music on and I loved it. And I'm on there just dancing and running and I had a great time with it. So I um, always loved the treadmill. Now, when we, again, we moved around a few, a few times, and when we ended up living, moving here in Illinois, the YMCA over here, I, I noticed that there wasn't really a, like a run club. So mm -hmm. after about a month of living over here, um, I, well, a month of my membership, which was about a month after I, I moved, um, I walked up to the director and I said, do you guys have a run club? I would love to start one. And so she gave me a look like, who are you to try to come to my gym? <laughs> <laughs> get me to start something mm -hmm. so but you know she came to I guess she thought about it and she came to me a few days later and said because we didn't really know we didn't know each other I just saw her and waved to her at the gym mm -hmm. and she said um you know thank you for you know coming up to me about that I was thinking about your idea and we used to have a run club but then they changed it so run clubs at the YMCA you used to be able to drop take your kids to childcare, and then the runners would go off for this long distances but then oh. this YMCA, so when I was in Florida, that's how it was. We had a run club. We would go sometimes up to 10 miles. Mm -hmm. We would have a great child care. Um, the kids all knew each other. But then here, you had, they changed it so that you could not do that in Illinois, this particular Y that I'm a part of. And you could only run on the half mile track in the back as a run club. So if you have seasoned runners, seasoned runners are not going to, in a group, run on a half mile track in the back of the gym. They want to get out. So it sort of mm -hmm. got dismantled people did their own thing so she said would you be interested in starting a couch to 5k so i said absolutely i would love it because i love helping beginners to mm -hmm. get to that to that point you know and so i um so we did that and so we had about seven people sign up and it was fantastic we had a great time but then the cold started to set in and no one wanted to continue so mm -hmm. she said you know Regina, you know, you've been doing a great job with this Couch to 5K. Why don't, have you heard of a class called Trekking? And I said, no, I haven't. She said, this is a, it's a treadmill. Um, it's a group exercise class that's on the treadmill. So essentially you would have people on the treadmill and you would not be on the treadmill. You would be directing them and telling them what to do, getting them pumped. So about a month later, we started this class. Kim, it was fantastic. It was great. It was popular. People now, what year was this? This is now. I'm sorry. I'm all over, right? So this <laughs> is, we, we moved here in 2017. Okay, okay. That was in 2017 here. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started it late in about November of 2017. Mm -hmm. And people loved it. It was, it was a great time. And so then, but then they couldn't find any other instructors for it. So I said, why don't I start my own thing where I have online classes? Because I talked to her about doing something online so that because we only had one class and I twice a week. And I said, if I could put something online so that when people came in from work, they could actually just listen to it and watch the videos and and watch it. And the way that I had it set up, it was I had a local gym that let me come in. I would record other people that took the class the same way that I instructed it over there. And um, when she found and she was not interested. So I went off and did it because I'm trying to help and do this. Mm -hmm. So when she found out that I did, that when they found out that I did this, the director at the I heard the fitness director and the director, they called me in and said, at, at this point it was 2018 because the class was going on for over a year now. Mm -hmm. So it was late 2018. Mm -hmm. And so she said, um, 
we found out about this these videos that you've been putting together and i said um yeah and i was excited because i didn't say anything because people said hey if you do things outside of the why at this particular one it's you, you just go and do it so i had no problem again i'm helping people kim that's what i love mm -hmm. to do motivating people and they they let me go they said we cannot have you doing this they really said, they let me go they did and um it's not like it's so I, I don't know if they thought they were hurting me. They People were outraged that they, they did this. They said, this is mm -hmm. someone that was trying to help us out. Mm -hmm. You had the opportunity to work with her to get these videos. You couldn't find anyone else to instruct this class. She comes in here with all of this energy, God-given energy, Kim. I loved it to, mm -hmm. to instruct this class. And you let her go because she was trying to help us that when we come into the gym at night, we can actually listen because you couldn't find anyone else. And mm -hmm. they signed petitions. They did all of these things. And they said, they, they so then they found another instructor and um, no, everyone said, we're not going to the class. We don't care who the instructor is. And, they said, and then we can't even hear this girl. Lugina was at the top of her lungs, we could hear it. And then we can't even hear her. And so they had to cancel the class because no one, um, no one was going to the class. This is someone that was helping us. And so Treadsheet was born after that when I realized um, it went through some different variations. And Treadsheet was born in November of 2019. Um, mm -hmm. When I decided, you know what, my husband's like, why don't we just get a treadmill and get our own little set together? I will help you. And I it. love your set. It's oh, so thank cute. You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and, and and so we did. And we decided to to do this together. And and you know, it does. It's not perfect because when you can't get everything perfect in the beginning. And I keep as I go, I we change things, fix things. And now there's it looks different from the first video to the next. This video that's there now, it's different. You just make improvements as you go along. And um, we recently moved, so I have a new set. That's gonna get debuted in a few in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited. Oh, nice. And so, so that's how that's how I got into it. Um, doing my own thing to help motivate as much as I can. Mm -hmm. But I like your videos because it's like a person starting on day one can come in and look at your videos and just get started on their journey because they're so easy to follow. You're like Thank you. You're, I feel like I'm there with you when I watch your Thank videos you. because you just you. you're so personable. You're talking to the camera, and it's just it, you you make it easier for a person like me that hates the treadmill. <laughs> and that that means so much to me, so much mm -hmm. to me, Kim. Thank so I'm going to try to follow one of your workouts today. I'm going to try. <laughs> you're going to try. Try one of the newer ones because I have the the labeling on the side that tells you like exactly what to do. So let me know what you think. Please do. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to attempt. But you know, I'm scared of the treadmill. I mean, it's it's taken a lot for me to get back on it because I always think I'm going to slide off of it. Oh, okay. 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 So I I try I go pretty slowly when I'm on it, just enough to like I'm sweating, but I'm not okay. falling off the thing. You're not so. on the <laughs> <laughs> I have a little affinity to the treadmill, but I'm going to try one of your workouts and, and see how I do. <laughs> please, well, please, and, and, and definitely let me keep me posted and let me know, okay? So you said you tailor to beginners. So like a beginner isn't going to go out and do a HIIT workout on the treadmill. Right, So right. What, what do you recommend for a person starting out on day one? So on, on the treadmill or out, mm -hmm. outdoors? On the treadmill. So on the, tr on the treadmill, I, I would recommend if they're not doing what choosing one of my classes... Or you mean with my class or without the class? With, whichever one. With okay, so, class. so if you are, if someone is just starting, I would recommend run 
walking. Like whenever you start on the treadmill, you're trying to go from walking to running. I would always just say 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, just to sort of get a feel of it. Um, that That's the most important thing, feeling comfortable on the treadmill. Because if you're not comfortable, you're not going to want to continue to, to build endurance and strength because you're, you're just nervous about it, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but just slowly getting on there. Now, in the beginning of all of the workouts, for instance, I will always explain if you're, um, if you're just starting out, this is what your pace needs to be. Because we start out with your transition pace and then your baseline pace. Oh yeah, and so uh, follow this pace. Follow this pace. Follow exactly. this pace. Follow this pace. <laughs> so those, those were the beginnings, right? So you have the, mm -hmm. that, that's, so that's how I had it in the, in, in the beginning. So you go on and you decide what your pace is going to be. Cause Kim, mm -hmm. a lot of times, it, but truth be told, when you go onto um, YouTube and you try to find a workout, sometimes, I mean, if you're not like doing a Peloton or something like that, Every, okay, everyone get on a, a speed of 9.0 on the treadmill. And I'm like, not everyone, not everyone can no. do that. And then you intimidate no. the person or they get on and try it, they hurt themselves or they don't want to do it and they, they sort of give up. So that's why when I start out, I have everyone sorts of, sort of sets up their pace. So you'll, you'll start off walking on the treadmill until you get to the point where you start jogging slash running. And that is your, um, your base, yeah, that is your, um, your um oh my gosh i just lost my words that's your um yeah so that starts your your transition pace i'm sorry your transition pace so you're transitioning from walking to running right so let's say that's 4.0 for someone or 3.0 for another person your baseline pace will be 1.0 higher than that so that's how in terms of starting out on the treadmill that's how i sort of recommend it if you're not walking or doing the 30 on 30 off to slowly build up your transition pace and then you go on to your base pace because everyone's going to be different someone mm -hmm. may start jogging at a 3.0 because that that's too fast that's fast for them and mm -hmm. someone else's um, transition pace they're transitioning from walking to running at like 5.0 on the treadmill and mm -hmm. so that is the most important piece being able to decipher where am i on there because it's your race it's your class and i want anyone to feel that there is comfortable you're comfortable so well it is a hit workout but it's for anyone because you are setting your pace on there i'm not telling so on my on the videos you'll never hear me say everyone at a 6.0 everyone at a seven i may mm -hmm. make reference to what i am at that point but I, I don't make it a point to do that because I want you to, to I give you guidelines as to how to pick your pace and I want you to build from there. And I've had people message me to say, oh my gosh, I went to a 7.0 today. I didn't tell them to do that. They made that decision. They started off at that transition pace and they kept building on that to, and past their baseline pace. And that's the best feeling because they built that. And so that's what I would, that's what I sort of recommend figuring out your, your, your transition pace, then your baseline pace, your sprint pace and building from there. So if that makes so, sense. It does. Okay. <laughs> so you have your videos on YouTube. Do you do other classes as well? No, okay. right now all I have, so I'm building awareness. And so okay. right now I have um, my, all of the videos are for free on there so that people can, can again, raise awareness about these types of workouts. Because for me, the issue is a lot of these other programs are, are too expensive. Like a lot of people don't have an additional $40 a month for these um, great programs like that are out there. Mm -hmm. But I wanted people to sort of have access to this as well. And later on, there'll be other things that are offered. I will offer other things that I'm, I'm working on those programs now. But for now, it's building awareness and letting people know that, hey, I may, I, here's, I have access to these, you know, um, free workouts. And then, you know, so that's, that's what I do right now. I do coach others uh, as a run coach outdoors for those that want, need assistance. 
I haven't been since um, COVID has started. Mm -hmm. But I do have my business, um, run, the run coaching business where I train beginners to run races. So, um, okay. All right. So I will leave all of Lugina's information down below her YouTube channel so you guys can check out her workouts. She has some hard ones on there. So. <laughs> Pace yourself, Pace you know, yourself. but she yeah. has workouts for beginners as well. And the workouts are great. And if you're like me, scared of the treadmill a little bit, yeah. <laughs> there, there's something on there for everybody. Yes. And pay attention to your transition pace and baseline pace. Yes. <laughs> so I want to talk about this run streak that you're on. Woohoo. Yes. With your husband. <laughs> With my husband. Yes. Right. Today is day 94. Wow. So, 94. So what made you want to start? Well, what is what is your run streak entail? Because some people are like, they're going to just run a mile a day or I'm going to run five miles. Yeah. What is your standard for your run streak? I run about 30 miles a day. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I do, I do anywhere from one mile to six miles. So typically during the week, but my average is about three miles a day. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm, there's some days like, um, all last week I, I did about three to four miles and there was one day, um, that I did a mile, like if it's a rest day or I feel like, you know, I want to keep it down today cause I'm going to do more strength, but mm -hmm. I definitely, I do, I keep it at about, my average is about three, three and a half per day. Wow. Per day. And what made you want to go on a run streak? Because my, yeah. my run streak is three days, maybe four, okay. <laughs> maybe four. That's it. <laughs> That's okay because maybe you can hop on the the the, the um the, the the wagon. A friend of mine just got up to a thousand today. A friend of mine on um Olivia. Um, she um is on a th and I can't even believe that she's on. A I thousand. just had live on the show. She's on the show right now, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you know? Mm -hmm. do, you know do you know Olivia as well? Yeah, we've had a few I, times in person. Mm -hmm. Really, and so I don't know Olivia in person. I know mm -hmm. I've met her. It's just been through IG. That's crazy how this IG I know. world. Because I, I don't know. like I don't know you. I haven't. We haven't met in person. I've never met Olivia in person. But that's mm -hmm. that's amazing how this. It's the world is so big yet so small at the yeah because she's from new york city as well but she's up in albany now wow but yeah that's just so live on the show mm -hmm. wow okay okay <laughs> wow but I, okay so so you know so i am um, and your question was just started when did we when did i start or why did i get started why what was your motivation for doing a run streak so i was always running and so um maybe about four days a week and then i had um I had subscribed to Runner's World and I got a, um, and I know about, we ha I listened to your podcast about that one as well. That's a conversation for another day as well. Listen, I try to keep my thoughts on Runner's World <laughs> out of Liv's episode, so I'm going to keep it out in this one too. <laughs> so they had, a, they had a run streak article. And so mm -hmm. um, my husband who was running a lot he, with his work, with his schedule, it was pretty intense. So he had stopped for a while. And so I said, we should do this together. And he said, yeah, I'd love to. That'd give me a reason to sort of really get out and get back to running. And so mm -hmm. it was just going to be 40 days, Memorial Day to the 4th of July. We started a little bit before what they had. And um, we just kept going. That stopped and we just feel, we feel great. He typically does, he doesn't have time for more. He typically does one to three miles a day, a weekends a little longer. But on average, he gets about one to two during the week and then longer runs on, on the weekend. But it's been great to motivate each other because at the 40th date, I was like, okay, what's next? Like, let's keep going. And so he's, <laughs> he's in it, he's into it. And he, I don't even know if he's gonna stop. He's just, That's you know, awesome. really into That's it, awesome. so. 
So uh, let's talk about nutrition and running because I know a lot of runners, they're logging all these miles and they're not seeing a difference in their body structure or they're not feeling right. You know, there's just a multiple multitude of things that runners are not doing correctly with their nutrition. So right. what can you recommend for runners regarding nutrition, like post pre-run nutrition, post-run nutrition, and in between as well? Right. Well, just in, I'll start with in between quickly, just to give some, some tips. It's so important that when we're buying food or when we're eating food, that we pay attention to what we're putting into our bodies, right? A lot of times when we go and buy something, we look at the label, we look at the front, and then say, we let the consumer, the, the company tell us, oh, this is great for, this is great for you. What, do I know that for sure? Not looking back at the label, where there are all these ingredients on there. So all these processed and things, things you can't even pronounce. So being mm -hmm. able to look at the ingredients and know, like the first ingredient is the majority of what it is. And a lot of items have are filled with sugar, which leads to sluggishness and all those other things mm -hmm. and weight gain, the partially hydrogenated oils. I mean, this the list goes on and on. So making sure we're looking at the labels, the more things that are on those labels, the, the, the more processed it is, the more sluggish, less fuel we're going to have when we go out and run. Um, mm -hmm. High fructose corn syrup should not be on those on, on our labels as well. So those types of things during our regular regimen, we, we shouldn't have. Another thing issue is whole grains. A lot of times someone may say, oh, I, I eat whole grain. How, how do you know that it's whole grain? Like if, if I do you eat whole grain bread, Kim, for instance? I try to buy the bread that says 100% whole wheat. Whole grain. Oh, okay. Well, is that right? Well, well, and whole grain is even better. Like if you were to get whole grain, but so mm -hmm. even if you get whole wheat, so I'll give an example to know if it's whole grain, which is truly where your body's really absorbing it the right way. A lot of times on the front they'll tell you this is whole whole grain. So on the back, the way that you'll know is two grams of fiber per hundred calories. And so if you look on it and there are zero, zero, zero grams of fiber, then you know there's no possible way. Anything that's enriched or processed, if you go to your bread that you have right now at home and you look at the, again, the, the dietary fiber, it's, if it's two grams or more per hundred calories, then you know it's whole grain. And a lot mm -hmm. of times these snacks that we get for kids and we're looking at them saying, oh, this is whole grain, that is your best determinant. Even crackers, um, will say, oh, this is whole grain. And then you'll look on the back and it's far from. They may mm -hmm. have some in there, but it's not totally and truly. And those types mm -hmm. of things, when you're making changes in your diet and you think that you're having, you're eating the right thing, those things can sort of affect you. So reading your label and understanding that um, is, is important. Beforehand, having the right carbs, because we know that's what fuels us. Those carbs mm -hmm. are fuel for those runs, those healthy and good carbs. Um, and at the end, protein, of course, because that's what's going to repair our muscles. But those good proteins, um, I like to use Orgain. I'm a, if I'm using my I smoothie. use Orgain too. Yay! I love so, the yeah. peanut butter one. Dude, I haven't seen that one. It's so good, the peanut oh. butter. I started off with the vanilla, but I said, let me okay. try another one. The peanut butter oh. one is so good. It is, and I've never had that one. Okay, I have to write that down. I have and to write know, that down. Organ is like the only protein that I've tried that doesn't have like a bad aftertaste. I so agree. I agree. It's like so good. Yeah. It so is. if, if you're is. listening and you want a protein shake, definitely try Organ. It's really, I agree. really good. Mm -hmm. I agree. So those are some of the tips um, that I have. I could go on and on about that, but we'll save that for another another time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into a story a couple of weeks ago. There was a runner. She was out on her normal run in Texas and mm -hmm. she was brutally killed. Mm 
Yes. And it's like, it's heart wrenching. It's kind of, it kind of hit me like the Maude Aubrey story hit, but that was just wait. They're both tragedies. So let's get into like a safety for runners, runner safety tips. So what can you tell the audience, any tips or tricks that you can give them to be safe while out running, especially while out running alone? Um, you know, as a, as a woman who's, um, you know, I, I do go on trails and everything. Some tips that I have are making sure you carry mace with you um, and different, mm-hmm. that, that's such an important, there's so many different companies that um, have that sell these little small cans that you can carry. Another company that is new is called Go Guarded. Have you heard about them? No. So it's a ring that you carry and that's it's a knife. That's the knife. I saw and so, someone with that. Yes, and so Go Guarded, I actually contacted them the other day to do like a giveaway with them because it's mm-hmm. it, that's such an important thing. And it's it's very comfortable. So you can sort of hold it and then if someone comes up to so you, just like sort of jab them and run if you need to. So those quick and easy things, because it's scary. Like if someone comes up to you, Kim, it, you're, you panic. You go into that flight or flight type, oh, you, you, don't, you, you sort of freeze. And mm-hmm. so those types of things are important. Go Guarded, having mace, a little pocket knife, but most importantly, letting someone know where you are, um, because that is letting someone know there's so many different apps that you can download where people can track your runs if you don't feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, don't go, mm-hmm. right? Um, because sometimes we forget that. If it's not, if it doesn't smell good, it's not right. It's not, <laughs> sometimes it's just not, but sometimes you don't know, but carrying mm-hmm. those types of things um, are, is, is, those are very important. So Go Guarded, like I said, is a good one. Um, and then having Mace, those uh, some type of little weapon that you could sort of, you know, carry with you. Being at night, being safe, being having a, a lots of light on you. But I, I think those are important. Do you agree with those? Um, I agree. I'm gonna check out Go Garter because I saw someone with that, and I'm like, what is that on their hand? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's a good idea. But also, I think as women, we should switch up our routes. You know, we tend to yes. run the same route over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, switch up your route. If you, I know during like COVID, it's hard to run with anybody, but you know, if you can try to run with a buddy, you yes. know, I sometimes run in a park and there's a part of the park that's like trees on each side. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just won't run through there because, you know, I just get a, a gut feeling right. like right. I shouldn't be in there. I so I'll it. run on the street. So yeah, I think just as women, we just need to be mindful of yes. our surroundings and yeah, just don't stick to a certain routine because we just never know who's watching. We're just out doing our thing. You know, we're trying to stay fit and healthy and you know, there's bad people around every corner. We just have to be cognizant of what's going on in our right. surroundings. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I, I agree. think you I agree. you gave really good tips, and I actually just bought a mace. The um, I think it's pronounced Saber, S A B R E. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, yeah. So I got it on Amazon. It's like I hook it onto my key ring, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it fits in the pockets, you know, in the pants on our running tights. It fits right. in there. So I've been carrying that around with me lately and you know I never feel unsafe running but you just never know you don't know you never know because people like and again like you said change up that route because you just never know um what could happen so just being as safe as we can to make sure we can enjoy our lives and enjoy running Mm -hmm. so I want to thank Lugina for being on the show the tread chic not tread chic chic. (laughs) (laughs) well thank you Kim so make sure you follow her on Instagram. Your Instagram is uh, Tread Chic as well, Tread right? Chic, yes. And on, on um, YouTube, it's um, all, it, 
youtube.com slash treadchic as well. Mm -hmm. Is there anywhere else you want to leave an email? Yes, yeah, so it's treadchic at gmail.com as well. Again, everything is treadchic. Treadchic at gmail, treadchic on Instagram, and youtube.com slash treadchic. We make it easy. She's trash yes. chic everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it so much. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure chatting with you and meeting you virtually. Yeah, same here. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll one run day into each other. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure I'll come to Missouri if we start racing again because I'm running uh, a half marathon in all 50 states, so. Oh, you're doing that? Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so you have to keep me posted if you come on here. Yes, definitely. I, hopefully, if racing starts next year, I'll hit up Missouri and okay. ring you up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just let me know, okay? Let me know. Okay, thanks so much, Lugina. Woo! Your name is a, wait, wait. So your name is Lugina. Yes. I, I, I wrote it out, L-U-G-I-N-A, but that's not how you spell it, but. Right, the D is silent, so it's Lugina. L-U-D-G-I-N-A and the D is silent. I wrote silent. it out to make sure that I, I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see my, you wouldn't want to see my last name. I think you'd be in shock. I, I I thought I didn't know you were Haitian. I thought maybe you were um, from somewhere in Africa, but mm -hmm. yeah. I, yes. I wasn't even gonna try to pronounce your last name. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it simply it's just Dieu Juste. D-I-E-U is Dieu means God, so a just God. Lucina, Dieu Juste. Oh, I love the French dialect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can't take credit for it. I married into my into my last name. My husband's also from Haiti. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lugina, thank you so much for being on the Runaway Podcast. And I will leave all of her links below so you can follow her. And let's get on those treadmill workouts because winter is coming. Summer is like almost over. So we're going <laughs> to be in the thick of it soon and we're going to have to get our butts back on those treadmills. <laughs> That's right. Any questions, just let me know, please. Okay. Bye. 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 I hope you enjoyed this episode with Lugina, aka Tread Chic. I'll be sure to leave all of her details in the show notes. They'll be on my website. You can find them on Instagram everywhere. So you can follow Lugina and get you some tread workouts going. So thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Runwave podcast. And I will catch you on the next one. Later. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe to The Run Wave on your favorite podcast app and leave us a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It would really help me out. If you are a runner that has a story to tell and you would like to be on the show, you can email hello at therunwave.com or send us a DM on Instagram to The Run Wave. See you next time.